good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake and I'm your host, Wakanjahade. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are Robert, and this portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. And we want to start out today's show by giving um, a big happy birthday shout out to Dr. Anthony Stately. Dr. Stately is our weekly Monday guest, and he is also the president and first officer of Native American Community Clinic here in Minneapolis. So big ho chenny hump, get best gate to you, Dr. Stately. Yeah, that was some applause for him. Yeah, he's got the Mean Girls October 3rd birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a uh, lot going on. Uh, Heather Keeler is our uh, scheduled guest, and she's having trouble getting in here. I think she's up in the deep north here, and I think she just tried to call me on a different phone, but... Um, I will uh, give her a call in a second, but what I'd like to do while I'm doing this is uh, talk a little bit about, well, let me talk about this real quick. Uh, the, the Twins are playing right now, my home team, and they're winning, uh, and McCarthy uh, was ousted as the House Speaker in a dramatic vote as Democrats join GOP critics. This is the first time ever, and as I'm... Uh, getting ready to try and get a hold of uh, State Representative Heather Keeler on the phone. Uh, Haley, we had a fun last night. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that while I am, you know, I can't do two things at once. So uh, I got up to t- yes. spit out my gum and uh, <laughs> and try and call the state representative. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. We had so, so much fun last night. Um, we went out to Metro State University uh, for the... Bobby Wilson was doing an art talk um, with Wakan Tipi and really, really amazing. Um, they gifted him with a blanket for all of his work. We got to see the mural that's going to be going up, um, which he designed and painted um, or is going to paint. So we got to see a sneak peek of that, which was really cool. And we got to kind of give some tips or give our comments on what we thought of the mural and and everyone got to meet Bobby, and I just got to say, Bobby Wilson, you are the most humble, coolest Native artist that I have ever met, um, and really, really proud to come from St. Paul um, like you. Um, so thank you for being a really great example to the rest of us here. Yeah, it was great to see Bobby, uh, Bobby Wilson, a reservation dogs, writer, actor, um, former student of mine, uh, got to take a few pictures with him and say, uh, who he'll be on next week. And I think I might have a uh, state representative Heather Keeler on the phone here. Let me d- uh, double check here. Uh, state Senator, are you there? No, stop calling me a Senator. Dang it. Representative. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> what is wrong wow, with me? I, I, I had uh, Mary Kunish, uh, State Senator Mary Kunish, on just last Friday, and I was calling her state representative, so I don't know what's – I think I got some timers. It's coming on. Put me in a good home. Come visit often. Hey, uh, State Representative, how you doing? And glad uh, you could make it with us today. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm actually up in northern Minnesota, and it's absolutely beautiful up here, but um, my connection was a little off. So glad we are able to connect. Right, right on, right on. Hey, uh, what what's going on? I know you got a lot happening, uh, a residue of this great uh, last session. Also, your own business is going on. What would you like to talk about today? I mean, the biggest thing today is that, you know, next Monday is Indigenous Peoples Day. And in the state of Minnesota, um, it's the first year that we'll be celebrating and honoring that as a state-recognized holiday. 
um, with that, we did eliminate Columbus Day. And then, you know, I've shared on this um, this platform with you and others, you know, my kind of personal story with Indigenous Peoples Day started um, when I was an Indian education liaison and worked with a lot of students who really wanted to see themselves reflected in the school districts. And so we thought it would be a good idea to do an hour conversation of the beauty of the Indigenous culture with everybody in our school. And at the time, um, when we asked administration, we were told no. And when uh, Rep Keeler is told no, there's always like that digging in, like, why is it a no? What would have to change for it to be a yes? And uh, the superintendent said, not unless it's a city or state recognized holiday, would we do something like that in the schools? And so um, part of what we did in the state is not only made it a state recognized holiday, but then also added an element in our education systems that if a school is going to be um, in person on that day as a state holiday, then they would be required to have at least one hour of a conversation regarding our indigenous culture, um, language, history uh, in their school district for all students. And so it's, it is really exciting. And I think it also kind of reflects on how everyday people can see something in their community. They can stand up for the people and the youth that they work with and kind of find a path to actually make that change that our next generation was asking for. Yeah, that's totally exciting. I know um, on the 9th, I will be, well, let's back up for a second. The weekend, we Native Ritz Radio is sponsoring a big basketball tournament here in the cities, uh, indigenous uh, basketball game. And then, of course, on the 9th, on Monday morning, we have our, our ceremony around uh, Lake, uh, Lake uh, um, Bidet Makaska, and then also we have the high or the school parade that uh, we always have. And I'm excited. I'm not teaching anymore, but I will definitely be at the parade. There's students from all over the the, uh, the cities come into St. Paul, and we do a march and uh, have a great great time together. And so, what are what are the plans up uh, where you're where you're living there, a state representative? Uh, yeah. So, um, as I've talked about before, you know, like being a legislator is a part-time job. And so, um, I do have a full-time gig. I actually have a couple full-time gigs, but, um, my, one of the things I do is I have done education implementation projects with universities, organizations, and healthcare systems, particularly around our indigenous community. And so, when I was a student at MSUM Moorhead, I was the president of our student association and worked with administration to develop what we called the NSSN program, which was Native Student Support Network, um, which we really did in-depth training uh, now for five years, kind of put a pause in the pandemic, um, to really talk to administrators and faculty in that school on how, you know, do you really create an environment being welcoming to Indigenous students and what does that look like? And so um, we're kind of going back for a recreation or a 2.0 version of that with that faculty um, on Indigenous Peoples Day. And so that's exciting. And then we always have a local um, event in the evening that's just a local powwow with our, you know, we're Fargo and Moorhead. So both the Indian education um, programs come together and we have a nice meal and um, celebrate in the most beautiful way in the evening. So yeah. always my favorite thing. I get invited to other places and I just always love to be at home for that. Yeah, that's a, that, I, I don't blame you. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, we'll talk about in the next segment, if you can hold on uh, for a break. We're yep. going to take a break real quick. Uh, I, w I spoke and Haley came with me. I spoke at the University of Minnesota in uh, a media class and it was really barraged by a lot of people that don't know anything about Native Americans, and that's our, our future and our college students. So that was that was pretty hard to see. It was they really want to they really want to learn. But let's talk a little bit more about more about that, and also your great work up there. We'll be right back. This is Native Ritz Radio presents. I'm awake, and we're here with State Representative Heather Keeler. Oh. <laughs>
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with a state representative of the great state of Minnesota, Heather Keeler. And uh, it's just been really my pleasure to really watch Heather in action. I remember Heather when she first, uh, well, it was kind of uh, the the... The final moment, I was having a symposium on Sundays, and a lot of politicians were in on it, and they were really surprised and happy, and I'll never forget that day that you uh, you, uh, you made a left turn and, and ran for uh, state representative instead. Uh, do you mind uh, telling our, our audience that story again? That was amazing. Yeah, I and you're going to have to tell me if I cut in and out, because again, I'm up north, and service is kind of tricky up here, but... Um, yeah, it was really interesting because I was in grad school um, and I was going to school for educational leadership with the intention to, you know, do something bigger in Indian education. And as I did my practicum, I asked the question to my community, uh, what were the barriers to academic success outside of academic rigor? So not asking them was math hard or science hard, but what were those other barriers to graduation? Um and, you know, the number one thing that always rose to the top were three things. The lack of representation, or what we like to say, you know, representation matters. Um, the lack of a consistent home and unsure of where their next meal was going to come. So what that said to me was, okay, we need to look at this entire structure of school, right? Kids are not failing because they're bad at math. They're not succeeding because they don't see themselves in these classrooms. They're not totally sure where they're going to stay and they're hungry. And so I was going to run for school board, um, which was something I had never considered. Like running for anything and all of ever, like was never something I wanted to do. But I did believe that enough people in my community trusted me with their stories um, that I wanted to go out and be a voice for that. And so I remember walking into the room in February of, of uh, 2020 and I walked in and I looked at the other candidates and they were white straight men and not that that was bad. I just knew I had listened to my community long enough that they at least deserved an option. Um, I'm indigenous. I'm queer. I'm a woman. I'm a single mom. I have two kids in the school district. I um, really was an advocate for, 
you know, food insecurities and homelessness. And so I just kind of switched literally within a minute and went into the first room. And I remember saying like out loud, I, I want to go and be your state representative. And in my mind, kind of even thinking like, I'm trusting the creator here because I don't really know what this entails. And, um, just ended up winning and doing some really outstanding things um, and hope that that can be an example back to people like, you know, politicians aren't these big, fancy, super like outstanding people all the time. We're everyday people that are working alongside you. We're working in our classrooms. We're social workers. We're nurses. We're teachers. We're doctors. Um, you know, so we just need everyday Minnesotans to step up and lead right now. Absolutely. And I've had a friend, and maybe this friend was me, but this person was elected in office and wondered, how in the heck did I get elected? And then I met the other people that were elected and went, how in the heck did they get elected? <laughs> it's like that. normal people should run, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the best part about what we've been able to do in Minnesota is we have you know, individuals at the table who know what you know, the school districts feel like, and they know, you know, what poverty feels like and that our working class, the struggles that they have just to go buy milk and eggs right now. Like, you know, we have people at the table who really know what that feels like. And I think when we make decisions, then we really have you know, most of the Minnesotans in mind because we're all middle-class working people just trying to do the best we can. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Heather, again, uh, state rep- we're here with State Representative Heather Keeler, and uh, the great state of Minnesota. Heather, uh, how, how are you feeling now? I know uh, this is for anybody, but especially a single uh, single mother, uh, indigenous, uh, places where we don't belong. How are, mm-hmm. How's your mental health happening now? Has this short break helped at all? Are we, are we priming up for another session? How, how are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I love that you asked me that question because it means that I've talked about my mental health enough to know that it's just something that we talk about. And, um, you know, it's like a stigma, right? Like when people start saying, like, my mental health is off or I need to step back for a minute or I need to take care of myself, um, you know, there's kind of that, like, oh, well, why would you do that? You know, we out here in the world need you to keep doing things. And so um, I did, you know, I stepped away from a couple of my assignments in my legislative role, knowing that for me to do the best work, I have to be healthy myself. I've been spending a lot of time with my kids. You know, DJ is a senior, and so he's in the recruiting process now, and he's having an outstanding football season. So I'm just totally loving being like a senior mom and being a football mom and just enjoying my kids, and that does really feel good for my soul. But then also, you know, I get to talk to constituents. I get to talk to my my kids and their Mm -hmm. friends and you know, other people in the stands and actually really hear more about the needs and the excitement of Minnesotans just being a mom in the world. So I kind of feel like this is my, (laughs) this is the best part of my job. Yeah, it is. And uh, I just want to ask a personal question. How in the world did your son get so good looking and tall within like the last two years? I know. I don't know. I mean, he's just, he is really tall. He's 6'3", 200 pounds and he jumps like I take the, I love taking pictures. Photography is kind of another little side gig I have. And so I take pictures of him and his teammates. And I mean, he even jumps really high. Like, I don't know. I'm just so lucky to have somebody that I'm raising and I'm like his biggest fan. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And he's good looking because he's my child. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, we're here with state representative Heather Keeler. Heather, what else is going on? Um, I always have a big smile when uh, we can get you on the show because uh, um, your energy and uh, your truthfulness really um, accentuates what we're trying to do here at Native Roots Radio. So I I really always appreciate when you uh, can spend some time with us and our listeners. Yeah, I think I love coming here and I love um, sharing, you know, good messages with our relatives across the region. And um, this is a wonderful platform, but you know, as always, I just want people to make sure that they're taking care of themselves, taking care of their relatives, taking care of Mother Earth around us, because that's really, you know, how we break together the strength uh, to build healthy generations moving forward. Can we talk about, we only got a couple more minutes here. Uh, can okay. we talk about uh, your business uh, with your family mm-hmm. business? And I love the last time we talked about it, we have uh, three generations working together. Can you can you tell our audience a little bit about your business and how they can get a hold of you? 
Yeah, so I have Two Feathers Consulting, um, which actually is a little bit of me, a little bit of my mom, and then my kids um, come into play with that. But the main part is um, keynote speaking, motivational speaking. You were talking about kind of the lack of understanding Mm -hmm. around Indigenous history. And so um, for years, for many years, long before I was even ever elected, um, I really feel it's important that... um, we, we need to educate people if we expect them to do better, you know, in our system. Mm-hmm. And so rather than complaining about it, I created what I call Indigenous 101, all the things you didn't learn. Oh, we just lost a uh, state representative, but... Uh, lost our signal. Yeah, uh, that happens when you're up in the deep north there, Haley. And uh, her, her uh, business out there is Two Feathers, and you can reach her out uh, from there and, um, and get her to come speak. Cause we know when we went to the university of Minnesota, we have a lot of allies out there that want to learn and weren't taught when they were, when they were young and, and things like that. So, uh, Oh, Hey, Angela, big, of uh, big guitars, uh, the suspense. Uh, that's right. Hey, good to see you last night. Thanks for the picture and, uh, the selfie and, uh, it was really good to see you. And, uh, at the Bobby Wilson uh, art uh, thing for Wonkan TP. It was really fun. We got only a, a couple minutes here, and um, I'll probably let Heather go because it sounded like her uh, her phone might have died So um, when you get a double beep like that. But what do you think uh, as a younger person, uh, Haley, about like the power that I feel like whenever I talk to Heather or see Heather and you've seen her speak to, uh, how does that make you feel to see somebody like that in our, as a state representative? Heather's amazing. I mean, from the day I met her, I think I met her was at the, uh, the MMIW event that was at the white house back in, I don't know. I think I want to say may maybe, but I mean, she is just, you do not want to mess with representative Heather Keeler and for a good reason, like she gets things done and, and she's just a, a, a powerhouse really. So, and, and such a good person in the community and such a really a strong mentally and emotionally a strong woman, a strong native woman to look up to in the community as well. So I thank her for that. Yeah, and, and it's really, it's always great to have Heather on. I'm trying to give her a call, if you can tell, uh, on my bat phone, but I think it might be it might be the end here. So that was uh, state, state Representative, and why do I say State Senator all the time? And I guess when I uh, talk to our Lieutenant Governor, I always call her Senator because I think that'll be her next job here as a Senator of... Uh, Minnesota, and uh, maybe when uh, Tina retires or anything like that, she could take it over. But that's all wishful thinking for me, and you know, I don't have a crystal ball. But uh, what a great uh, opportunity to talk to State Representative Heather Keeler, and what fun we had last night, Haley. And we, tell us a little bit about what's coming up here. You got 30 seconds. That's who do we got up next? Well, we have a Derek Toffee of uh, Oklahoma, runners basketball coach, and Brick LaFleur, CEO of Niniana's One of Ones, coming up to talk about the Indigenous People's Basketball Weekend. Right on. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. ho Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. It's time to experience the amazing flavors of EatLocalMinnesota.com. It's your key to unlocking the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities. See how EatLocalMinnesota.com can point you to that perfect one-of-a-kind spot. If you're craving barbecue, then don't drive too fast or you will miss Scott Jamama's Hot Barbecue, located at 3 West Diamond Lake Road in Minneapolis. 
Scott Jamamas offers mouth-watering baby back ribs, grilled chicken, and half-pound pulled pork sandwiches. The potato salad, spicy baked beans, and twice-baked potatoes should not be missed. More details at scottjamamas.com. Explore the award-winning spirited Midwestern flavors at 30 Bales in Hopkins. Priding themselves as a scratch kitchen using the cleanest, most local ingredients they can source, join 30 Bales for lunch, dinner, or their scrumptious weekend brunch. Conveniently located at 1106 Main Street in Hopkins with plenty of free parking. See their menu at 30bales.com. Bet you didn't know that 2,300 people in Minnesota are currently waiting for a life-saving transplant. Check your driver's license to see if you're a registered donor. It's an easy way to help others. One donor can save and heal more than 75 lives. Ready to register and don't know how? Check the box on your ID at the DMV or skip the lines and register online today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Hi, it's Freddie Bell, host of New Beginnings, heard every Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on AM 950. Each week, I bring you timely information on finances, AARP updates, Minnesota Department of Health information, what's going on around our area, a spiritual message, my words to the wise, history notes, and more. So tune in this Saturday at 11 a.m. for New Beginnings with me, Freddie Bell. I'll see you then. Hey, it's Patrick for Zero Res. Is your home ready for the holidays? Be honest, how does your carpet look and smell right now? Okay, maybe you have a carpet disaster on your hands, but that's why you should call my cleaning heroes at Zero Res. Some people hire a deal-of-the-day carpet cleaner to save a little money, but trust shouldn't come that easily. Don't DIY it. Call Zero Res because you know it's safe and effective. That's why this month you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $149 and take $75 off when you get your air duct Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res right now, 952-Zero-Res, or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the AM950 special. Spell it forward or backward, it's the same. Zero Res. Refresh, restore, and protect your investment. Call Zero Res to clean your business the right way so your floors and surfaces stay cleaner longer without the harmful chemicals the other guys use. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for showers and storms tonight with a low around 61, Wednesday cloudy with a high near 64, and Thursday sunny with a high around 62. Experience the bold flavors of Szechuan and Mandarin cuisine at the Great Wall Restaurant. Indulge in their menu favorites like the hot and sour soup, sesame chicken, and Peking duck. Order for takeout and view the extensive menu at greatwallydina.com. Conveniently located just south of 50th and France Edina. Again, greatwallydina.com. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Nacti's Four Sisters Farmers Market every Thursday on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis from 11 to 3. I'm sure you get there this month at it is it is the last month the market is open this season. I'm really, really going to miss it. So make sure you come out and say hi. That was two reallys. Uh, I believe you, Haley. Hey, uh, before we get to our guests, uh, I just want to give everybody uh, the uh, website for Heather Keeler's uh, business, consulting business. It's twofeathersllc.com. Uh, so that's Two Feathers con- Consulting. Um, give her a call, have her come in and talk to your group. Uh, she's, as you can see when she's on our show, she's a super dynamic, uh, personality and, and speaker. Um, Hey, we have Brooke, Brooke again. What's happening, Brooke? You looks like you got a guest here and, uh, really excited to have you on and talk about what's coming up this weekend again. How, uh, who, how you doing, Brooke? Bonjour, Robert. It's good to see you. It's good to be back. Good to see you too, Haley. Um, yes, I'm here with Derek Topai of the Kiowa Tribe. Um, he's coming to join us this weekend. It's already this coming up this weekend for wow. Indigenous Peoples Weekend. Woohoo! Um, yeah, our basketball de- expo. Definitely, definitely, totally excited. Why don't you introduce him? And uh, you know, Brooke, we're, we're what we've been trying to do here in this last uh, three weeks is have you take over my show. So 
why don't you take it over right now without pay? Ho -wa. <laughs> well, you are a sponsor, Mr. Pilot, and so is the show. So we appreciate that greatly. Um, but I will, um, I'll do a quick one. Um, Derek Topai, again, um, Kiowa Tribe. Um, and they are also a sponsor of the event of the Basketball Expo this weekend. So I will let um, Derek say as much as he'd like to about introducing himself. Um, we met through the basketball trails, the high school trails were both coaches. Um, surprisingly, we haven't, our teams have not played each other and matched up yet. Um, but we've been at um, multiple tournaments for multiple years mm -hmm. now together. So I'll let him go from there. Hello, good, good evening. Uh, my name is Derek Topai. I represent the Kiowa tribe here in uh, Southwest Oklahoma, uh, Carnegie, Oklahoma. Um, right now I'm an interim executive director for the Kiowa tribe. And also uh, like Brooke stated, uh, um, during the summertime, I uh, coach uh, our local teams uh, here in our community, our, our local uh, youth in our community. And I've been doing that for, uh, uh, for quite a while now. And uh, like uh, Brooke mentioned, you know, we met uh, in the tournaments during the summertime, um, got to know her. She told me the uh, Indigenous Peoples Weekend event coming up, asked if I would be interested in, in uh, participating in it. And uh, I told her that I would, so I'll be coming up uh, this weekend, you know, to, to take part in that. I'm excited. A lot of people uh, are excited for the event. I know Brooke has been paying a lot of uh, effort, time into it. Uh, I keep telling her that it's going to be a great event because uh, I know that uh, it will be. I see everything that she's been doing. <clears throat> so that's just a little bit of, about me. Um, if there's anything else that you might want to ask, you know, I'm, I'm open to, to anything that y'all want to know. Right on. Well, you know, we're all, uh, Derek, we're all on, uh, you know, Brooke's, Brooke's uh, coattails here we're all going to be really successful with what uh, brooke is doing she's one of those young warriors that uh i've been watching for a few years that's really a doer and uh it's going to be successful this weekend you've already had a successful one um derek one of the things that i noticed uh myself as uh being a former um you know high school player and baseball and football but also uh it, Later in my life, I was a high school teacher, and I was I had a, uh, a marching band drumline, and uh, the discipline and uh, the kids owning what they're doing. I was just so impressed with the with the last tournament on how um, all the teams seemed so polite and um, professional, and and that's a thing that uh, we can give our young ones and. Uh, I'm really excited, Derek, and uh, I'm. I, could you respond on that? That's just uh, it's just things that we give our young ones like that uh, respect and the teachings that are so important too, along with the participating in the sport. Oh yes, sir. I agree with you, sir. Uh, I'm big on making sure that our youth. You know, uh, for me, you know, sports is is one way that uh, helped me and, and many. You know, uh, youth. You know, like us. Uh, it helped me, you know, to, to get away and, and cope with things you know, that were going on. Uh, so for me, uh, in my community and surrounding communities, you know, we have a lot of youth that are out there, you know, struggling uh, mentally, uh, you know, things that are going on at home or at school or just with themselves. So uh, I try to do the best that I can to provide, you know, uh, a, a good atmosphere uh, for them to come in and, and be in the gym, keep their, you know, uh, time and, and mind on something positive. And um, I know just like what you expressed, sir, you know, being uh, uh, in the school, being an educator, teacher, um, you know, sometimes our kids, you know, may not <clears throat> have that good treatment in a school. Uh, for us here, you know, we have public schools. We have uh, two boarding schools here in Oklahoma, uh, Riverside Indian School and uh, Sequoia Indian School. I was uh, blessed to be able to uh, coach at Riverside Indian School for the past four years. And so uh, I got to be there with our, our Indian kids from all over, you know, Indian country. And uh, I just want to uh, make sure that they feel that they can come to me uh, with anything that's on their minds. Uh, trust me, you know, I, I grow that bond with them so that they can come to me for anything that they uh, want to talk about, express. It's like what you said, you know, a lot of our kids uh, may not have that at home, may not have a mom and dad, live with grandma and grandpa, auntie and uncle. So I just want to uh, have the kids know that they can come to me, 
whenever they need. Uh, and also, I want to let the kids know some of the things that are out there in life, what, what we can learn from sports, from basketball. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, it's taught me a lot in my life. Um, it's made me who I am today, the hard work, the dedication, the passion, you know, that, that was instilled in me at an age, you know, in school by my coach. You know, I try to do the same for our youth. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, building our youth up, giving them the confidence, motivation, letting them know that they can do things, that they can be successful. So, uh, yeah, yes, sir, I agree with you. It's really big on, on what we do as educators, mentors, coaches, you know. Uh, so uh, that's just a little bit of, of how I try to, try to operate, you know, with our program, uh, Oklahoma Runners, and also being here with the Kiowa Tribe, uh, representing the Kiowa Tribe at the executive level. And also uh, in my past, I've been a youth director. So uh, even uh, being a mentor to the youth, you know, I have a past. I'm not perfect. So I try to make sure that these kids don't go down the way that I went or anybody, anybody that I know, you know, took. So I just try to make sure, you know, that I'm guiding them, you know, the right way and, and be there for them. Hey, Brooke, uh, I don't know am I, if I'm right or wrong, but I feel like uh, – 30 years of teaching, uh, being a young person, that the our students and our, our children are the same. And I think uh, they want that discipline and they want they want to have boundaries and have all those go th- good things. And especially what, after going through COVID, I think they're yearning more of a direction. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um you know, and I'm a Montessori educator as well. So, you know, we believe right. in um, sequences and we believe in order and, um, you know, allowing our children to have order around them um, so that there's order inside of them, right? Because if you put them in chaos, like COVID kind of was very chaotic for even us as adults, right? Mm-hmm. We were navigating uh, how to wash our hands again, you know, <laughs> uh, learning how to do those things again. <laughs> so um, when we provide um, a sense of order and structure, routine, for our kids that gives them order inside, right? It doesn't make things chaotic. Um, so I think, you know, that's why school is good, right? I uh, mm-hmm. set expectations for my kids, right? Is we play school ball during the school year because then we keep our grades up. We got to have our grades to play school ball, right? And then, you know, there's those other components of um, wanting to go to their next team for college. So um, all of those things are important, right? And they develop us as, as youth, uh, as youth, but also as, as leaders, they develop us as adults and into the work world that we go into and, and all the other things we'll need in life. So. Right on. And Derek, I, I think one of the things that you said that I want to jump on to, because uh, for me, as being a high school teacher, uh, people that knew me when I was, uh, let's just say, younger and uh, a little rambunctious, that's a good way to put it, uh, that that would have been the last place for me to be. But you were talking about you, yourself having a little history too, but I think that's good to have uh, our own history so we can help help uh, and know where kids are coming from. You know, we're not the, the goody two-shoes that maybe come off the, off the streets and try and tell people that we know what they're going through when, Derek, you, you've gone through a lot too, it sounds like. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I agree with you. You know, I just want to... Uh, uh, be there and educate the youth, you know, of, of, you know, the mistakes that I made in the past, you know, the choices that I made, you know, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, you know, drugs and alcohol, you know, affected me in school. Uh, it, uh, you know, made me make decisions and choices that, you know, I wish that I could take back and, and redo. So now, uh, you know, I want to be able to help our youth, you know, to, to let them know, you know, things that uh, if they ever face, you know, something that I came across or what I did, Uh, I wish that uh, I had somebody like that telling me when I was that age, you know, uh, I really didn't have that many uh, for me, you know, uh, to be around and encourage me to go a different route or make good choices. So I just want to be that, you know, for our youth here, you know, make sure they're making the right choices. And like you said, sir, from my experiences in the past, you know, to help guide them down the right way. Hey, Brooke, we got like a, a minute left in the segment. Can you remind everyone, and I, I want to remind you too, Brooke, that we have a big listening audience in Wisconsin too, and you can tell them how close uh, Harding is from Wisconsin border. Uh, give the give the event out again for everyone to, to listen, to hear. Yes, we will be uh, Indigenous Peoples Weekend Basketball Expo at Harding High School 
That's in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'll come back with the exact address. Um, Eastside St. Paul, Minnesota is about 30 minutes or less from the Wisconsin border. And we'll be there uh, Saturday and Sunday, October 7th and 8th this weekend from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. each day. It's 1540 East 6th Street in St. Paul, and I know that because I, w- I had to go there every day for 30 years. So. <laughs> that was your high school. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a central boy, Brooke. I went to, I, oh. I, I, uh, sorry, but you're yeah, I worked high at school. Sorry, you're a teacher <laughs> high school. There you go. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, we're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Wake. We're going to be back and talk some more uh, positive things. This has been a total positive show, as usual, and Brooke... Uh, What a great guest you have. We'll be right back with Derek and Brooke and Haley. And you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. In recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, this message is brought to you by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a culturally appropriate domestic and sexual violence helpline for Native American and Alaska Natives. Advocates provide free support and advocacy 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483, that's 1-844-7-NATIVE, or chat online at strongheartshelpline.org. Safe, anonymous, confidential, 24-7. In recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, this message is brought to you by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a culturally appropriate domestic and sexual violence helpline for Native American and Alaska Natives. Advocates provide free support and advocacy 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483, that's 1-844-7-NATIVE, or chat online at strongheartshelpline.org. Safe, anonymous, confidential, 24-7. Welcome back. Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh. Hey, Brooke, I heard you. That's, that's awesome. Hey, we love Howling for Wolves, and we love our, our relatives of wolves. Please, everyone, be aware that you know we want we don't ever want our wolves delisted uh we don't want to have a blood breath with our relatives um with hoofs and tails Uh, it's uh, very important to us here and always remember too uh if you are in minnesota our lieutenant governor uh, Peggy Flanagan is with the Wolf Clan, and so that is really their relatives. So, hey, we're here yeah. with Brooke and Derek, uh, just talking it up. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I wish, you know, I didn't have a bad knee, and I have a lot of excuses, and an old 62-year-old body here, but I used to be able to touch the rim, and now um, those days are gone. Yeah, one one day, Mr. Pilot, will have a golden age bracket, you know, just for you guys. <laughs> Legends. Yeah, legends, legends, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. 
So, Brooke, I, I want to quickly ask you, because uh, this is like what our shortest segment's about nine minutes here, and I wanted to ask you, what made you come up with this idea? And I know you've been coaching um, uh, young people for a long time, but this tournament, what, uh, what uh, made you come up with this? Yeah, um, it was really our boys' idea, um, the Ninijanis MMIW boys. They were in their second season last summer, um, and we actually got a small micro grant from the Science Museum of Minnesota to host something. Um, mm -hmm. And we wanted to, we've been to quite a few tournaments. We hadn't hosted anything at that point, um, but we've been to different three on threes. Um, they've been to a lot of five on fives. We run the native high school attorney trails, um, and they wanted to host a three on three at their high school. So uh, Harding High School is the American Indian Magnet Program of St. Paul. So mm -hmm. a, a large percentage of our native students are at Harding and that's where all of the boys were at the time. Um, so we held the three on three there, um, brought a lot of their bros in from around the state. You know, half of our team is from the Turtle Mountains. That's where I'm from, Turtle Mountains in North Dakota. Some of our families mm -hmm. from there um, came from there um, to join us. And so it was just a good way to, um, you know, we wanted to use the sport as a way to bring healing to our communities to further raise awareness around uh, missing and murdered indigenous women around that en endemic and to kind of make it more like a public health expo for everybody. Um, there was a high school three on three, uh, adult three on three. Uh, there was a youth, a youth skills camp. So there was something for everybody and we want to keep it that way. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I just want to um, say that I missed you at Harding when you were in high school. I just want to throw that out there again. Ho -wah. Hey, uh, Derek, uh, we talk a lot about uh, community and what better way to build community, uh, one dribble at a time, one basketball at a time. It's not always just about the game, but it's uh, about commu building community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I agree with you again, you know, on that. It's all about the community, uh, getting the community involved, uh, getting uh, not only our, our native youth involved, but uh, all youth. You know, we want to make sure that uh, for me, I'm, I'm including all youth in our communities because we all live together. We all, uh, you know, have to, you know, uh, go to school together, go to church together, go to places together, you know, so we all need to be, you know, intertwined together, you know, native and non. So I try to make sure that we do a lot with the community, engaging the community, and uh, with uh, our basketball organization that I coach, uh, Oklahoma Runners, uh, we're one of the top uh, all-ending AAU uh, team here in Oklahoma. Uh, we have uh, teams all the way from uh, fourth grade all the way up to high school, uh, boys. Uh, we have some young girls that we're starting out also. Uh, so uh, we're trying to engage not only from our area, but the state of Oklahoma, you know, for all of our, our Indian kids, our native kids, boys and girls. So um, how many tribes are in Oklahoma? 39 tribes in here in Whoa. Oklahoma, state of Oklahoma, 39 tribes represented wow. here in Oklahoma. So for me, uh, like I said, you know, we, we try to reach all athletes here in the state. And uh, real quick, you know, Oklahoma Runners was started by uh, Lindy Waters Jr., uh, which is uh, the dad of Lindy Waters, the third Trey that plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, wow. He's Kyle Cherokee. Uh, Mr. Waters started uh, Oklahoma Runners when uh, Trey was was in elementary, along with Trey Young, you know, that plays for Atlanta Hawks and some other Oklahoma uh, basketball players. And uh, that's where they started at, Oklahoma Runners. Um and then maybe a couple years back, we approached Mr. Waters about carrying that name, myself and my other coach, uh, Mr. Richie Island, uh, Sean Arapaho, uh, went to him and, and asked if we could utilize the name Oklahoma Runners. Uh, so we've been using the runners uh, for the past couple of years now, making a name, uh, going to different uh, tournaments. Uh, we've been to Nabby uh, numerous times. This past year, we went to Nabby, got runner up, got beat in the finals. Uh, okay. Three years ago, we went to you know, Nabby, same, same kind of thing. You know, we got B in the finals, but we made it there. Uh, so, you know, our group is, uh, you know, really for our community and, and, and our native uh, athletes. And so I just wanted to, you know, really express that, that, uh, you know, our organization is, is tied to uh, Trey, you know, and, and he's one of, uh, you know, our big sponsors on what we do and for our youth and for our kids. 
Hey, uh, Brooke, we were at a, a, a St. Paul event yesterday. Bobby Wilson was in town, and you know Barry Hand, and Barry introduced him and gave him a blanket. And one of the things that he mentioned that I forgot is when I was young, so I'm 60s, people that were in the are 60s and 70 years old, there was native softball teams, there were native uh, tournaments, there were na- so it sounds like you're bringing this back, which is really good and really builds community and makes people proud to come from from where they come from. So I, again, here's another thing I'd got to applaud you for for is bringing that back, that community in, in sports that in St. Paul specifically, uh, we're mi- we've been missing for a few years. Yeah, I think um, the pandemic and COVID in general shut down quite a few sports tourneys and some of them made a comeback and some of them really haven't yet. Um, You know, the Ho-Chunks used to host the biggest one, March Madness. Um, And they they just got brought theirs back. Um, So it's good to have something in uh, Minnesota. I know since I've been traveling the tourney trails with my high school kids, um, we got to leave Minnesota to go to most tournaments. Red Lake is the only tribal nation in Minnesota that hosts. Um, so it's good to it's good to have something in the cities. And I wish I could host everywhere at every tribe in Minnesota and that we we could have a wicked tourney trail here in our state. Um, that'll be for the future. Um, yeah. But I'm glad to start glad to start in our home in our home yard home backyard in East St. Paul. So. Yeah, it is a start and uh, a really great start and something to look forward to and uh, to bring back uh, our local players to get them involved again like you are right now. And, and uh, I, I just want you to give, uh, again, the address is 1540 East 6th Street in St. Paul and uh, give the times and the days real quick. Uh, we're ending the show right now. Yep, both days, October 7th and October 8th. Saturday and Sunday will be going from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. all day. There's going to be food trucks, vendors, basketball games going on all day. Real cool stuff. So come on over. It's all free, open to the public. Um, We're just trying to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day with everyone. So we'd love to see you there. Awesome. Hey, Derek, thanks for stopping in. Brooke, always a pleasure. We'll be seeing you guys this weekend. And thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Pilot. Thank you, Haley. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Hey, if you're listening to this show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, vote, and go to this basketball tournament. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now. Oh, no. Chama, 